Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Tea with HB is for everyone who dreams of a better world. Together, let's brew a new reality. Beauty. Noun. A combination of qualities such as shape, colour or form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. Today, I am recommending rose petal tea because, you know, beauty and the beast. I'm a sucker for a pun. Spoiler, the beast is beautiful too. Okay, deep breath. The other day, I typed in YouTube's search bar, how to get rid of, and whatever I was searching for left my head because I was so shocked at the autofill results that YouTube gave me. Hip dips and blackheads and stretch marks and acne and dark circles and spots and dandruff and double chins, so I searched on a private browser to check that these results weren't personalised for me, and unsurprisingly, they were exactly the same. Now, for some of these things, I can understand why someone would want to get rid of them. Acne can be painful, dandruff is annoying, etc. But it made me really sad to see that people want to get rid of things that really do not matter in the grand scheme. Why? Because they don't like them? When it comes to looks, the things we don't like are usually what we have been told to dislike. Magazines rarely show models with blackheads on the front cover, teenagers in movies don't have acne, so subliminally and consciously we are constantly bombarded with the idea that these natural physicalities are abnormal and therefore bad. However, there is no such thing as normal. Magazines are airbrushed. Teenagers in movies are often played by adults. That's why they have bigger boobs or beards or lack spots. So whilst it's fine to want to get rid of something you don't like, it's wise to question why you don't like it in the first place. Why don't I like my leg hair? Is it because I don't like it? Or is it because the media only shows women with baby smooth legs? I personally love having smooth legs, but I don't shave because it causes me pain to bend down or hold my leg up for a long time. In questioning this frame of mind, I realise I truly don't care about my leg hair, but that my original opinion of, oh, that's gross, I shouldn't have that, I need to shave, stemmed from judgmental looks from girls in the changing rooms at school, and the misguided outlook that having leg hair is unclean, all of which in turn stems from companies and marketing tools perpetuating smooth legs as being more attractive to make money. In not shaving my legs, I am rebelling against the idea that advertisements and razor companies should dictate my self-worth, and that knowledge gives me more confidence than having baby smooth legs. I wonder how much of this same logic can be applied to other things we see as, or are told to see as, unattractive. Acne scarring and bloating and double chins and stretch marks and hip dips. Most of these were things I had never even thought to be insecure about. 
The truth is, you get to define your own version of beautiful. Mine lies in how honest, loyal and kind someone is, how they treat a waiter in a cafe or a stranger on the street. These things are much more important to me than how they look. So when I feel insecure about my stomach while doing yoga, I choose to instead congratulate myself on having the ability to get on my mat today. As someone in chronic pain, I am aware of how valuable that is. This mindset takes time to put in place and work to keep it up, but I am so much happier not caring what I look like, not caring what other people think. The irony is, if so many people are searching to get rid of these so-called imperfections, that they show up at the top of the YouTube search bar, that is proof that lots of people struggle with them. So why are they so unacceptable? It also shows that if people are spending time thinking about themselves and what they look like, they are almost certainly not thinking about me or you or how either of us look. But I still think the impact this has is detrimental. By giving us things to find fault with, to make us unhappy, these companies not only profit from our insecurities, they steal our time and thinking capabilities for immaterial things like productivity and makeup, rather than allowing us to use our minds to tackle issues like institutional sexism or ableism. Beauty standards are not just an unrealistic expectation, they are a distraction. Maybe we really are naturally adverse to stretch marks, hip dips, bloated stomachs and spots. But the fact that beauty standards have changed throughout history would suggest otherwise. Or maybe I just don't want to believe that in a world where children are starving and innocent people are being killed, how we look is what people care about most of all. Maybe when I searched how to get rid of, I was expecting the autofill to suggest climate change, bullying, poverty or exams, things that matter, things that we need to get rid of. Maybe our fear of change stops us. Or maybe we simply don't want to imagine a world where things are better, because then we'd have to do more about the world we live in now. Either way, I think these beauty standards are ridiculous. You can never be perfect, whatever that means. And for the record, stretch marks are incredible. They are proof that your body is growing. Acne, spots, blackheads, dandruff, these natural reactions from your body are proof that you are alive, or maybe that you need to find a new shampoo. Dark circles are so useful. They are telling us something we need to know about our diet or our sleep pattern. And heck, as I've been writing this, they have become a beauty trend on TikTok. This just shows how confused and ever-changing our definition of beauty really is. Shame is not inherent. We are not born feeling ashamed of our stomachs, yet lots of us grow up not wanting to go to the beach because we feel insecure about them. We don't have the perfect beach body. Well, who defined perfection anyway? I bet we wouldn't even have noticed leg hair or acne or peach fuzz unless we were told it was wrong or weird. We are ashamed because we are made to feel different, but it is our differences that make us beautiful. If we all looked the same, beauty would not exist. So wear that swimsuit, eat what makes you feel good, and stuff what anyone else thinks. The secret is they are too busy thinking about themselves anyway. We are searching to get rid of physical imperfections when what we really need to get rid of are the beauty standards that have been shoved down our throats since we were children. I'm going to repeat that. Children. When was the first time you felt insecure about something? For me, I think I was nine. Beauty standards tell us the way our body is, is wrong. Well, not on my watch. You are beautiful, not because of how you look, but because you're here. Against all the odds, you exist, and you have something I value far more than a pretty face. Good taste in podcasts. If you asked a friend about what they think makes them ugly or what they are insecure about, they will probably list some things that you've never even noticed about them, or you certainly wouldn't care enough about to comment on. 
or it is something that they have exaggerated in their minds and you as an outsider literally cannot see it. For example, I have a friend with a beautiful voice. I never thought to mention this, partly because I had assumed they would have heard the compliment before, partly because I didn't think it mattered that much. They probably didn't care what I thought. But I am a believer that if you notice something you like about another person, whether it is a top or their eye colour, you should say it, because you never know if what you say could make their day just that bit better. So last time I spoke with them, I told them, your voice is so beautiful, you know? They informed me that nobody had ever told them this before, and that they had actually felt insecure about their voice. This goes to show not only that you should always say something nice if you can, but that the thing somebody else dislikes about themselves can also be something that you find beautiful. I know, nothing I can tell you will erase your insecurities, they are deeply rooted. But we all have inherent beauty because we are unique. And if you take nothing else from this episode, know that you are not alone. We are all struggling with our own insecurities, invisible and visible. I invited a few of you to tell me your own stories about beauty standards and insecurities for this episode, and I am so grateful to be able to share them with you here. So the thing that I'm probably most self-conscious about is my tummy, because <laughs> I'm a wheelchair user, um, and when I sit down, it sticks out. Um, most people's do when they sit down, um, but... Yeah, I suppose because I'm looking at it from that angle all day. Sometimes we're a bit tough because you kind of compare yourself to other people. But, um, yeah, some days it's easier than others. Um, some days, yeah, I definitely find myself comparing myself to other people. I wish I was enough, whether that be being at the right level of fitness, not being too skinny, not being too fat, not being too dumb, not being too smart, just being enough and not feeling like I'm constantly inadequate. My hair has been one of the biggest challenges with chronic fatigue and nerve pain in my arms, hands and fingers. It's hard for me to hold a comb, and by the time I've got my hair in check, I don't have the energy to do anything else. So it's like, when it comes to personal hygiene, I'm stretching my spoons really thin. The bigger problem for me lies in how people are perceived when they're not perfectly groomed to society's Eurocentric perceptions of beauty. I feel like... Most of the things I do in the realm of hair care, like putting my hair up in braids and constantly refreshing them, aren't because I want to do them, but because I don't want to be clocked as unkempt or unprofessional. I feel uncomfortable with the healthy hair, unhealthy hair narrative. Like, no one wants to have dead, greasy, or matted hair. Like, it negatively affects my mental health when my hair stays dirty for too long. And I know I'm not the only one who struggles with that. And it just feels worse when other people make it their business. I want able-bodied people to consider the following points. How can you keep healthy hair when you can't grasp a comb or stand in the shower long enough to wash and condition it when you need to? Or when you can't afford the trip financially, mentally, or physically to get regular trims? What does it say about society that it's assumed everyone has the ability to keep up with those things? That when we can't, we must not care about ourselves or we're not trying hard enough. 
Sometimes I can feel insecure about not being non-binary enough or not being bi enough um, because, you know, I present as pretty feminine and I haven't been in a serious relationship with a girl or anyone who's not a cis man. So it can just feel really um, like I'm not real sometimes. I think one of my biggest insecurities would have to be being quite small in stature. I think social media gives the expectation of young girls and young women to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to hold themselves in a certain way. I know that things are changing and I think things are changing for the better and people are being able to express themselves much more freely and accept who they are in a much more self-loving way. But I certainly still feel that being of smaller stature and not being as sort of developed as other people my age maybe makes me feel as though I I don't come across correctly. Um, I look and feel like a 12-year-old rather than an 18-year-old woman. And I definitely think that social media and portrayal of women being sort of sexual objects and having these features and these defined, you know, boobs and a big butt um, is not something that I really have felt like I can relate to and it's out of my control. So, yeah, things that are out of your control, I guess, can, can bring you down. And I definitely feel that media and societal expectations do play on that a lot. Um, but I'm really thankful that we're all becoming a lot more accepting. I'll just preface this by saying that I have a few chronic illnesses, such as Tourette's, and I'm in the process of getting diagnosed um, with POTS, which is an illness that messes with your blood circulation, as well as a multitude of mental illnesses. And one of my biggest insecurities is going around being sick and having symptoms and no one believing me because they're not visible and it's it's I think it's a really valid thing to be insecure about because I've had so many bad experiences but um yeah it's rough it makes me really anxious to go out because I know that if I take in public or whatever I'm going to get weird looks and I'm going to draw attention that I don't want. And it's going to be really rough. Um, And people are really judgmental. So, yeah. Um, So my insecurity isn't a physical thing so much. Because my body is just a body. And I'm fine with it being just a body. It doesn't need to be hot or nice. It's just a body. But, um, yeah. I have an illness and... It sucks. I'm really insecure about it. Not that it's in my control. Not that I can change it. Uh, That's my little part of your podcast. So thanks for having me. Thank you so much to everyone who sent a voice note in. I can only imagine how much bravery it takes to just open up about your deepest insecurities. And I suppose now you're expecting me to tell you what I'm insecure about. The answer is ironic. I'm scared that I talk too much.
that I intimidate other people by being opinionated about things, that I am not a good listener, that every time I open my mouth people think, oh god, here she goes again, and switch off. This is the final episode of the second season of my very own podcast, so I guess you can say I took my lemons and made lemonade. You can think you are not beautiful if you really want to, but just know that that is not true, and never, ever let it stop you from doing what you want to do. If you'd like another season of Tea with HB, please let me know by leaving a review on iTunes or emailing me at teawithhb at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.